All right. Welcome back, everybody, to a time such as this. I have a very special guest on the podcast today. His name is Christian. And today we're going to be talking about being content while being single and pursuing the Lord. Um, I feel like this is a topic that is not talked about all the time, kind of balancing this desire that we might have with being single and and spending it pursuing Jesus. And so I really want to dive into this. I think Christian's a wise person, and I think he's going to have some awesome things to say about this. Um, but first, I want him to introduce himself, talk about himself, and um, so you guys can get to know him. So Christian, take it away. Hello. Um, my name is Christian Beatty. Um, man, some things about myself. Just graduated college um, basically two weeks ago um, in December 17th. Um, so now I'm, I, I guess, officially an adult, I guess you could say, um, which is super weird. Um, transitioning from the public education system and college universities into life um, <laughs> is so much fun. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, it's been a, a fantastic Christmas, winter break, holiday season, um, but I'm excited to get like back into routine soon after the new year's um some random things about me um i i was a part of ask us why it's a christian clothing company um and we basically uh minister to young adults college age students um to equip support um and send them on mission to share about jesus um and really played a big role in that company and, and recently um, stepped down from like more like a, more being involved with the company to just doing the podcast side of things um, because I just wanted to get started in um, my career in marketing and yeah. advertising and stuff like that. So I'm also part of the Vessels podcast by Ask Us Why, um, where we tackle you know, sensitive, tough, whatever prevalent conversations and topics um, that people our age might have, um, including singleness, relationships, um, anything that you can think of. Sweet. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll link everything so that everybody can check that out too, because I know that there's good stuff on that one as well. Um, yeah. But thank you for sharing about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then if you wouldn't mind praying for us, and then we can go ahead and start our discussion. Sweet. Um, dear Lord, thank you so much um, for Taylor letting me come and be on this podcast. Um, I just pray that you would um, speak through us in our conversation, um, that you would allow us to be vessels um, for your word and for your goodness, for your love. Um, I pray for for peace of mind um, and encouragement um, just to flow through the speakers, Lord, and and um, just so grateful um, for this wonderful thing we call technology that enables us to have conversations um, and share them with the world. Um, so I just pray that uh, the Holy Spirit would just be in this conversation, that we just keep our focus on you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yep. So let's course, just get right into it so mm -hmm. singleness where are you at in life with this topic um how's your heart right now and kind of how did you get to the point that you are at okay so this is this is great um i i feel like i am an expert in um being content while single um really? and the reason the reason i say that um is because 
I, I actually, I, I lived in California for a little bit um, last year, which, you know, mm -hmm. Amy and John McGranahan, um, yeah. lived with them, their family for a little while, then moved back to Phoenix in January of this year, which is ending. Um, and moved into a house with three guys that I didn't know. Um, my roommates were Gabe, Colin, and Ben. Um, and all three of them had girlfriends. Um, so I was the only single guy. And I ended up, um, one of them was already engaged. Another mm -hmm. one ended up getting engaged while I was there. And so did another one. Um, I was wow. in one of their weddings um, in November, um, which was pretty recent, which was so awesome. Um, and then the house that I'm living in right now. So I moved out of that because obviously some of them got got married and they're living on their own, whatever. Um, and so now the house I'm living at now is there's five of us. So I have four roommates. Um, let's see. When I first moved in, two of them have been in relationships for a while. Um, one of them started a relationship and another one for a period of time was about to get into one, but ended up not. Um, but for a minute there, I was the only single one out of all four of us. Um, it seemed wow. like it was going to be that way. Um, it didn't pan out, but um, yeah. So it's, that's why I consider myself an expert on uh, this. I guess you could say being single because contentment is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I would say to transition um, into the other part of your question, which is how's my heart right now? Um, I think, you know, when, when I think about um, being content, which I've, I've thought about a lot, <laughs> um, in, in the same way that like love is like both an action and a feeling, I think contentment is also an action and a feeling um, because you can, you can, you know, be not feeling super content in different times of life. Like there are some times where like I'll listen to a sermon or something about singleness and like pursuing your relationship with the Lord. And I'll just be like super hyped and um, like, you know what? I'm never getting married. This is awesome. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, yes. then, and then it's like, you know, it's Christmas time and like everyone's, you know, I just had a friend get engaged uh, last week Um so, you know, just another friend got engaged and then another uh -huh. friend got engaged, you know, a couple of weeks ago and I went to that. And so people are getting engaged all around me um, and it's Christmas time. And it's like, oh, you know, I really wish I had someone to cuddle with or hang out with. That was uh -huh. like my person sort of thing. Um, and so like the feeling of contentment, contentment is definitely, definitely flows up and down. Um, I would say in like the last, last week, it's been like, ah, I wish I had someone here to hang out with. That was like my girlfriend. Yeah. But, you know, it, ha it hasn't really been all that bad um, in the long run. And I would say that, you know, the, the actions that I've, that I've done um, align with being content as well. Um, and, and I just was reminded, um, I don't know how I left this out in my introduction, um, but since I just graduated GCU, I, I haven't, I, I passed this page on to a friend of mine. Um, but in January, I started an Instagram page called GCU Single Men, um, which is really funny. Um, I, I basically started it because I wanted to basically hype up and encourage guys in my life um, and ended up calling it GCU Single Men because all the guys were single that I was posting about. And 
it kind of blew up and I remained anonymous as most, as best as I could for like the first few weeks of having it. And people like started talking about it in my, in my classes and people in my friend groups. And like, I'd go on a hike with a friend or go for a drive and I'd be like, Hey, what do you think of this GCU single man page? And they'd tell me what they think. And then I'd, I'd post them on the page a little bit later and, you know, it was like secretive, but like not really. Um, and it was really funny. And so it blew up. It got like, I don't know, it's at a thousand followers right now, which wow. like the first two weeks it had like 200,000 impressions, um, just where wow. people were sharing it and looking at it. And it was like, it was both, it was mostly just like a really funny thing. Um, and it just became a thing to get posted on the GCU single men page. Um, and so you know, throughout my single list, I've been the curator of GCU single men, um, kind of behind the scenes and, and, you know, recently passed it on, but, um, through, through that page, um, I did a lot of Q and A's and different things, um, giving people relationship advice and singleness advice and different things. So I've been kind of thinking about and meditating on this kind of whole area of, relationships and you know with regards to your faith and relationship with the lord so well i guess you are the expert (laughs) what was that i said i guess you are the expert then yeah yeah in a in a way i've uh been training (laughs) same (laughs) um but go back to the thing that you said about um contentment being more of action and feeling instead of just like feeling content so Mm -hmm. what what have you done or what do you think is helpful to people who don't feel content or don't or aren't acting content? Because I agree with you. I think that just like also the same way where you might not be feeling like you love this person very much, but we still have to act in love toward them because that is our calling as Christians is to love God and love other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But what does that look like in the context of being content, especially in this area where, like you said, all of our friends are getting engaged and all these people yeah. it's sometimes it can be hard yeah so um for for feeling content or feeling discontent um i don't really have a lot of advice in regards to like your emotions you know like your emotions are going to be your emotions mm-hmm. um and you need to you know essentially sit there and recognize that you have them mm-hmm. and don't deny that you're not feeling content because that's not going to help your situation Um, And it's not really in your control to really lord over your emotions or try to suppress them. So I think that's kind of the only thing I have to say about the feeling side of contentment is just make sure that you are feeling it and acknowledging it. Um, But then the action side, I think, can dictate or um, influence a lot of the emotions that you have. For sure. Um, And at least like how extreme like the emotional fluctuations can be while you're feeling discontent, like you might not go like rock bottom when you're at like a low point, I guess you could say. Um, and, and so some of the things that I would, I have done and would suggest people do, um, you know, the, it's very basic, but simply having um, a gratitude list, um, just saying things that you're grateful for, relationships that you're grateful for, yes. and especially in regards to singleness and contentment, um, just writing down things that you're grateful for that are specific to like your ability to spend more mental, emotional, physical, um, 
focus on your relationship with Jesus because you're not in a relationship or on your career or skills or school or work or whatever it is. Um, just being grateful for those things is, I think, first and foremost, one of the most important things. And especially in the New Testament, um, there are so, so, so many um, letters from Paul and different writings that are just like, be thankful to God for like what he has given you. Like that's mm -hmm. one of the first things that they start in, in a lot of the letters or how they end it. Um, it's just so key. Um, and another thing that I do um, that is kind of unique that I did a while ago was was kind of create like a singleness bucket list. Um, okay. It was kind of funny, but, you know, obviously, you know, the idea of a bucket list is just like, what am I going to do before I die? Like what big thing would I want to do? Mm -hmm. um, same thing applies to singleness. Like what am I going to do before I get married um, that I can do while I'm single, but might yeah. not be able to do while I am you know, married or dating or engaged. And, and like, I understand like the argument, like, oh, like you shouldn't be limited by your relationship with your significant other. Like if anything, it should, it should bolster and improve your ministry um, or the things that you want to accomplish. Um, but there is like a significant amount of free time and commitment um, that you don't have when you're single that you mm -hmm. will then have when you're married. And, you know, that's just what Paul talks about in Corinthians yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just like creating a bucket list of different things. You're like, oh, I want to do this before I get married or do this before I get married. And it's not necessarily things that you can't do while you are married, but things that would be a lot easier when you aren't. Um, and so I just have, you know, a random list of things that I, that I just came up with. And I was like, this sounds cool. This sounds cool. And, and, you know, I think the, the top of anyone's list would be, you know, their relationship with the Lord and, and, and tangibly, like when you're when you're single, you have a lot more spare time. Hopefully, um, I mean, just getting into the Word, reading the Bible, is is probably one of the um, most impactful things that you can do um, with your time, especially while you're young and still learning about the Lord. And 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 it's a lifelong thing. But when you can mm -hmm. absorb a lot more when you're single, then why not? Absolutely. And like you brought it up, the verse in Corinthians where Paul is talking about singleness and marriage and stuff like mm -hmm. in one of the translations I was reading it and it says like a single person is anxious about the things of the Lord, but a person who's married is anxious on how to please their husband or wife or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it's like what you're saying, like with your bucket list, like there are things that are so much more difficult to do and accomplish when you are married. And that's just a fact. Like picking up and moving to a different state or country like that's going to be harder when you get two three four or five people involved at, when you start having kids and stuff and so yeah. I definitely think that there are, that's a good idea to kind of I don't know make it more fun you know because I think sometimes people get so focused on all the negatives like oh I'm so alone or whatever whatever the things that yeah. pop into our minds sometimes you know? exactly hmm. but I think too like a lot of things have changed in the world since social media has I know like for me sometimes I'll just take breaks from Instagram like that's one of the things that I'll do especially like this also might sound a little bit ridiculous but especially when it's like engagement season and there's like 10 people getting engaged in my circle I'm like yeah, yeah I need a break <laughs> I'm like yeah. I kind of want that to be me but it's not so <laughs> totally but it's easy to kind of get sucked into the ungratefulness trap and and not be grateful for where God has you right now because I know 
you know, there's so much to be grateful for. I mean, just the fact that he wakes us up every day is enough. Um, that's super good. I love that. Um, okay. Well, next thing to talk about then, um, is, I don't know, let's say, um, there is someone that is interesting to you or, um, kind of piques your interest. Like, how do you then go about deciding if that person is, um, someone worth pursuing? You know what I mean? Um, cause I think yeah. there's like this weird transition point too, um, between when you are single. So it's like, okay, am I just single and that's it? Or is there kind of like a, I'm going to try to get out there and do something, you know, everybody's in different stages. Some people choose to be single and that's it and not try anything for a while, but sometimes there's other situations. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I, I think definitely depends on your stage of life. Like for me right now, um, even though I do feel a desire to be in a relationship, I also just graduated college and would love to have a super steady income or, or stable source of income or job or anything. So that way I know that I can provide um, mm. for my family or for my significant other um, before I like really commit to a relationship. That's not, okay. that's not like a steadfast rule that everyone needs to have. That's just something that I would like to have right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but at the same time, I mean, I think, one of my buddies, Steve-O, um, kind of introduced me to this idea of having open hands. Um, and especially in regards to relationships, I think, you know, even though I, I do try to, at least right now, like not really pursue anything mm -hmm. um, until I, I feel more comfortable with like where I'm at financially and stuff. Um, if there's someone who comes into my life who I'm like, wow, like, she's amazing and I want to pursue a relationship with her, then I probably will because I don't, I don't want to try and like dictate and control necessarily like the people that God is putting into my life and taking out of my life. Um, especially, you know, just because I have a specific plan for how I want things to go in my life. I think, sure. you know, people are like, Oh, I'm going to wait until I'm 25 before I look <laughs> for someone to get married to or 28 or whatever their ideal number is um but man but like the, a really awesome person who can like help you in your journey up until that point of 25 and being married with them and helping you through the struggles of you know finding a job and getting into your career is maybe something that you want to do with a significant other and not something that you should just cut yourself off from um altogether so very open hands about it even though i have ideas about what i want um in terms of like seeking out relationships um and then for, you know, if, if there is someone that like I'm interested in, um, I don't know, it's, it's tough for me because I, I just, I have really high standards um, mm -hmm. and it's something that I, I've heard a lot from Jonathan Pukuda. One of my favorite quotes from him is don't lower your standards, lengthen your patience. Yes. Um, and I, I think, you know, I, I definitely had I had and have opportunities to get into relationships. Um, but there has not really been anything that was like ideal enough for me or like something that I desired enough to really like fully commit myself and pursue a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, 
and you know that's that depends on every person um and there's never going to be a perfect person um but i i don't know i have my own standards and things i look for um just based upon biblical principles um that are shared about you know a, a good spouse and what to look for in a person and um you know just like the typical red flags and, and stuff like that that i just yeah. haven't um found anyone in recent times that i was like yeah okay i'm i'm gonna pursue that so so yeah i don't know if that answers no, your question or anything yeah, it else does. no that was super good and i think it it kind of boils down to like using your singleness wisely. Cause like you said, like one thing that you want for yourself that you've decided is being in a stable job. And I think when we don't know what we want, we don't know what to look for. Or we, when we don't have mm-hmm. an idea of what even God has called us to look for, cause there are some qualities that definitely God is like, you should probably date these or marry these types of people and not these types of people. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I think JP talks about this too, but, um, just about really knowing and having an idea before you kind of go out there and and try to get into a relationship because you're just going to be confused and it's not going to work. And, and marriage is a serious thing, you know, Um, God takes it seriously and it's, you're joining your life with somebody. And so obviously you're not going to marry every person you date, but the purpose is to figure out if they're um, good material for a spouse. And so knowing kind of who you are and what, you're desiring and um, that's really important so I think like what you were just talking about finding out about all those things while you're single is super important and using the time that you have while you don't have an obligation to another person to figure those things out whether it's like I don't know going to counseling if there's something that you deal with like I deal with anxiety go to counseling um or if there's some habits that you know wouldn't be good bringing into marriage like yeah break those you know just different things like that or have goals for yourself like you said yeah 100 percent um and i think something that i think about a lot um i don't think about a lot but it comes to mind when (laughs) when i'm like oh maybe this person it's like Mm -hmm. i would much much rather be single for my entire life than i would want to be married and miserable um and you know that's something that jonathan bakuda says and it's like, it's just so true. And the, it's easy to be in like a, a period of, oh, like emotionally, like I really wish I was in a relationship right now, be willing to compromise on those things um, in that period. But usually if you stick it out um, through the, I guess you could say, quote unquote, emotional turmoil of feeling <laughs> discontent um, and you eventually come around to being content once again, you're like, they'll probably be like, oh man, I'm really glad I didn't get into a relationship with that person. Cause it's so easy to build ties and get stuck in relationships that you shouldn't oh be my in gosh. Um, so easy. because dating is complex and confusing and can be uh, done wrong in so many ways. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. And like the verse that came to my mind while you were talking about that is the uh, verse that says um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's like our flesh will be so overbearingly powerful sometimes. And like, without literally like the Holy spirit intervening and helping us, we get ourselves into these like terrible situations where it's like, nah, I probably shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or this totally. person really isn't a good choice. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah but it's, it's hard, but it's okay. Because like, like what you talked about, like at the end of it, when you wait it out and 
do trust God with that area of our lives. Like he always comes through and it'll be better off in the end because you'll realize, well, that person really wasn't a good choice or yeah. the person you end up choosing. Wow. I'm glad I waited. Um, yeah. And I did a podcast episode on waiting. And that was one of the things like as I was preparing and praying for, like the Lord just showed me all these verses where it was like, he blesses people who wait for him and who don't go ahead of him and who don't try to figure it out on their, on themselves. And, mm-hmm. but it's hard to do because it's it. We want to take control for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> difficult, but yeah. well worth it. It is agreed. Well, hmm. um, is there any, any last words that you have for our audience today? Anything else you want to say? Um, nothing that's coming to my mind immediately. Um, I mean, I think I'll just re- reiterate again um, the two things, two most important things I think that I've learned from Jonathan Pluta to always keep in mind is don't lower your standards, lengthen your patience, and it is much better to be single than to be married and miserable. Um, and the things that you should look for in a significant other should be based on the Bible, not just things that are from pop culture. Um, and I think... Uh, something that just came to mind when something that you can do um, tangibly when, you know, feeling discontent or is, is to like assess the content that you're feeding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'd imagine it's a lot easier, you know, what comes in is what comes out when you're watching the bachelor, or the bachelorette or <laughs> um, whatever dating series or uh, reality TV. There's, there's a lot of drama and emotional ups and downs and, and um, different things that, that might lead your mind to being more susceptible to the emotional ups and downs, um, or at least an extreme version of the ups and downs. And, and um, I think being aware of the content you're listening to, even the music that you listen to, mm-hmm. can have an effect on what your mind is focusing on and, and what you think about um, and when you're when you're focusing and thinking about you know relationship with Jesus, um, contentment comes a lot more naturally than if you're focusing on a lot of the things of this world um, that do not preach the gospel. Um, and so, tangibly, it's another thing is is just being paying attention and being mindful of the content that you're consuming. That's good. I 100% agree. I'm a big um big fan of that (laughs) i try to tell my friends and my my brother and my sister i'm like you guys need to be careful man there's some dangerous stuff out there um (laughs) but thank you so much i really appreciate your input and i thank you for taking your time to hop on the podcast and it was kind of random but i was like this guy needs to be on this so (laughs) um thank you for your input and i am super excited to see what kind of response we get from this because i know it's gonna be good cool thank you so much for inviting me letting me be on it um, I hope everyone was uh, hashtag blessed from the words that really are not my own, but the <laughs> Lord's. And a lot of times Jonathan really? Buddha, because I have him he kind of just on repeat in my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm always listening to his stuff and listening to Becoming Something and all that. But yeah, so far. Stuff. <laughs> so far. Well, have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. And we will see you in the next episode.